Hey guys, welcome back to the I Am Frequency podcast. I am so, 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 so excited to be back doing this podcast. It's been quite the ride since the last um, series. I'm going to fill you in on everything, don't you worry, but basically I had to take a break from everything for my soul. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly what happened because this is the I Am Frequency podcast and this is where I get really fucking real with you guys and I tell you my stories so if anyone out there experiences the same thing, you can come here and you know you ain't crazy, baby. This reality is real. So let's get into it. Hi guys, the wildest, wonderfulest welcome back to the I Am Frequency podcast. This is the podcast where we remember we are frequency beings attracting reality to us. What the fuck? I'm Laura Loris, the transformation addict, here to shed light on the transformation journey because boy, it can get pretty wild up in here to say the least. Where do I... Where do I even begin? Um, Now, if you don't know me by now, that's the song, isn't it? If you don't know me by now, I'm the kind of person who is very go, go, go. I like to keep it moving. I like to keep it busy. I'm actually the kind of person now I've, I've realized that as soon as something gets too comfortable, I leave it because I'm just so used to living on my feet. And to be honest, I've worked out that it's mainly due to my childhood. Like my idea of staying safe is to stay in the winds of change and to keep it moving, keep it evolving, keep it transforming. And that's just my own survival mechanism. And I'm beginning to make peace with that. But I've realized recently that this has actually prevented me from my stillness my alone time, my oneness, my isolation, which I have now learned is such an important part of our connectivity with ourselves. And it's actually so vital that we sometimes turn down the volume on the world in order to turn up the volume of our inner voice. That inner voice (laughs) for years has been telling me, Laura, dedicate yourself to meditation more and get in your stillness, shut the doors on the world. And I've always just ignored it. I've never really felt safe enough in my life to just do that and to let go of life and to actually answer that call. Until recently, (laughs) until last year. And it basically all began when I was, because I was in search of answers surrounding my mum's death. And I decided I wanted to learn about neurology and I wanted to understand the true power of the mind and mind mastery and what the mind, what its potential actually is and what's possible to actually do with your mind alone. Like, can we really create reality by thought alone? Like so many people are saying. Also, if our mind can really make us sick, can it really make us well? To be honest, the real question that I wanted to know is I wanted to know, could I have saved my mum? And if so, I wanted every last drop of knowledge available because I needed to know if I could have 
And if I could have, I needed to know how I could have. So I began studying neurology. I began looking into the quantum model of reality. And if you listen to the last um, series of this podcast, that's really my journey. That's little snippets of my journey in really trying to make sense of the things that I was learning as I was learning them. Anyway, one of the courses that I did was a 23-hour intensive progressive Dr. Joe Dispenser course. Whilst doing this course and others, I began meditating more and more and more. I actually began meditating to the point where, where I was probably meditating about four hours a day at one point. And I didn't really know why I was so drawn to meditate so much. But I remember having a call with a quantum coach, Connie, if, she, if she's out there listening, hey girl, um, and saying, all I want to do is meditate literally all the time. Like, is this normal? And she was like, absolutely. What I've realized now is that I was going through a very deep transformation and all I wanted to do was meditate all the time. It got to the point where I genuinely felt like I was living in my meditation, in my meditative, in my meditation state and life started to feel like it was more of my meditation. It started to feel like I was in my meditation and that was my world and I would come back into the physical world just to get a couple of things done and then go back to my meditation world. And like it actually became more my reality than, than the physical reality, which was very interesting. I recommend everyone go through that process in their life for some time. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, I now understand that I was going through a very deep transformation. And I now understand that when you do go through a very deep transformation, you can't, you, like that happens within Anyway, the thing that really got me gripped to this journey to begin with was, it was a, literally about three days into me studying Dr. Joe Dispenser's course. I was doing my, I think I was probably doing about like two one hour meditations a day at the time. And I was in one of Dr. Joe's meditations and I just felt this shift, like a complete shift in my energy, and when I got out of that meditation, I felt like I literally woke up to a new life. Just instantly knew that something big was about to change in my life and that I was in, I, I don't even know, like I, I just had this knowing that I shifted and I didn't even really know what shifting was at the time. And I remember I even said to my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I think I've just jumped to a different timeline. And I didn't even really know what that meant, but it just made sense to say that and oh how right I was. Within about a month, my entire life had changed. Like I was living a life and a month later, I was living a different life. The career I had came to a natural end, my relationship came to a natural end, I was offered a publishing deal so I had this whole new thing going on, a trip unfolded and I found myself just sitting on the other side of the world in a completely different life, feeling like a completely different person. I remember sitting there and thinking, how did this happen? I didn't even do anything. I didn't put in a single glimmer of effort, but 
this has all happened. It just naturally happened. I was in Bali at the time. I went out for a walk one evening and this stranger just like called me and he was like, can I take you to get a coconut? And he took me to get a coconut and he was like, you're a healer. This is what you have to do. And he sat in front of me and he basically told me exactly why I'm here and, and what I needed to do. Bought me a coconut and disappeared. By the time I got back to the UK, I was like, okay, cool. I'm ready to do this. I've received the information from the universe. I'm going to start this business. It's going to be great. I'm going to heal the motherfucking world. Cool. This is what I was put here to do. And to be honest, this is actually where the real story of transformation begins. Because it was almost like my reality had changed to this place. There were parts of me that were holding me back from really embracing this new reality that I found myself in. It soon became clear that I was trying to create a new reality for myself as the same person that I'd always been. And there were parts of me that just couldn't come where I wanted to go. And that's when I decided if this is what I really wanted, I had to make the ultimate sacrifice to become the person I wanted to be. I had to sacrifice who I was. I had to sacrifice my beliefs, my definitions and who I thought I was in the world. And that's really where the transformation journey began for me. I didn't even realize it at the time. I thought I was at the finish line, but I was actually at the start line. And for the first time in my life, I had to finally accept that I I couldn't read books to change. I couldn't go to other countries to change. I couldn't travel the world to change. I couldn't find the right relationship that would change me. I couldn't build the right business that would change me. I actually had to change me in order to receive all of those things. Like, I have all the time and all of the resources in the world to make anything happen. Like, I can go wherever I want in the world. I can do whatever I want. I I have manifested an abundance of freedom at this point in my life. Like, I'm pretty free. But what that has taught me is you actually can't pay for transformation. You can't buy an internal transformation. You can go to every country on the planet. It won't transform you. It might teach you, but it'll still be you looking at the view or eating in the restaurants or having a selfie next to that statue. Like change and transformation can only happen inside of you. Like that's the old saying that Bashar says. He says you can't go up to a mirror and change the reflection in the mirror. You have to change the person looking into the mirror and the reflection will change. And this all sounds incredibly fun. Like changing changing you and then watching your reality change. That sounds like a beautiful process, right? My brothers and sisters of the world, let me tell you something now. If transformation was easy, we would all be fluttering little butterflies floating through the sky. Transformation is scary. Transformation is genuinely not for the faint-hearted. Transformation is... The, the only way I can describe transformation is I flipped a house once. And to do it, I had to rip out all of its insides. And I had to get that house looking pretty fucked up. Like I even had to get someone in to cut and rip through all the walls, 
tear out all the wiring. And basically I had to destroy this house and redo it. And that boys and girls is transformation. You have to get back beyond your bones. You have to, you have to get beyond your soul. You have to acknowledge the behaviors. You have to blow the walls off your world and begin to comprehend infinite infinites. Do you know how many deeply ingrained definitions you have etched into who you are? Do you know how many beliefs you have wrapped around absolutely everything in your life? Do you know how many programs you are automatically running off? Do you know how your genetics affect who you are? Do you know how your environment affects who you are? I've spent the last four months of my life dedicating myself to meditating and processes and learning all of the above. And I can tell you, it is a never ending situation. I've been meditating four hours a day and that's not even including the time that I spent meditating through exercise and the sauna and other meditative activities that I'm doing. I've gone to the deepest, darkest depths of myself and I think I've genuinely lost my mind several times. I've literally spent, I've literally sat in bed crying, scared shitless several times because I think that I've lost my mind. I think I've died maybe about a thousand ego deaths and experienced the most uplifting rushes of freedom after exposing core beliefs that have held me chained to ways of thinking and feeling and being my whole life. I've, I've now had enough suicidal thoughts to learn that a suicidal thought is actually a pre-thought to an ego death. It's an indication that you've just evolved to a point, to a frequency, that means an intrinsic part of who your ego is, is dying. And that suicidal thought is that part of your ego's last cry for help, for you to save it and to stay in the past where that part of you can survive. I've faced the most egotistical parts of myself and watched them burn in the unconditional love bonfire, I am now devoted to keeping a light to keep myself warm. I have closed almost every door in my life. I've let go of friendships in order to let go of the parts of myself that they energize. I have finally, finally become actually okay with being on my own, basking in the energy and conversations I have with my higher self. The crazy bit is I still feel like I'm the, I'm at the beginning of that journey. I can finally say I surrender. I truly truly fucking surrender. I surrender to my higher mind. I now know my place as an ego. I I am not the leader or the captain. I am a mere passenger here to witness and never judge. I'm here to see what my higher mind is capable of. And I'm here to get out the motherfucking way. I've realized that's actually what's been tripping me up. I've realized that most of my life, although I have to say my ego is an incredibly hard worker, like she has worked so hard her whole life to try and become what she thinks is powerful, knowledgeable, wise, etc. But actually all she's had to do the whole time was get out the way. The whole damn time. 
And if I look back on my life, everything I've pushed for has always worked out as such. I've seen something I want. Laura, my ego, pushes for it. The moment my ego, the moment I finally give it up, which unfortunately for me has been a long time because I will push and push and push and push and push. The moment the ego gives up, she allows the higher mind to come in and just deliver it. I have really fully understood and embodied this, finally. I have stopped trying and started trusting and everything seems to be falling magically into place. So guys, I'm Laura Loris, a self-proclaimed transformation addict, here to talk all things transformation. And if you want to hear more about what the fuck has been going on over the past few months, I'm also writing a book about it, but I love coming on here and chatting to you guys. So I'm going to fill you in on the entire experience on here. And if you'd like to get in touch, you know I love to hear from you guys. Send me your questions, head to my website, or just get me on Instagram and I'll answer your questions on future episodes and I'll speak to you next time. Lots of love.